0: Hello, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Reverend Cassandra Ray, spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. We're an inclusive learning center of practical spirituality based in the lower mainland of British Columbia, Canada. We create sacred opportunities for personal empowerment and collective transformation through wholehearted experiences of truth and spirit. Wherever you are on your path, whether you're soaring or struggling, there is a place for you here. And as we begin our gathering today, I would like to respectfully acknowledge that I live and work on the traditional and unceded territories of the Coast Salish First Nations including Kwikwetlem, tsleil and Stalo nations. And now I invite you to let go of everything else and silence your devices if you can and to just be here now and so let's ground our time together with affirmative prayer Hmm. and just just opening up to that place within where the divine lives, moves, and has their being right at the center, right at the source of everyone and everything is this eternal flow of unconditional love, of creative power. I know that it expresses itself as perfect health, as joy and connection and that this energy and this presence, that it is alive and well right inside of me. And I just celebrate that truth today. I just allow it to expand and make itself known in my thoughts and in my heart. And and as I make myself available for this truth, I claim, affirm, and know that this gathering here today is guided by this infinite presence of love and possibility. That it is the driving force, the guiding light of every word, every song, every experience. And and I just celebrate that this time coming together, that it opens a pathway within each one of us for our truth to be known. And that the, the purpose, the divine purpose and plan for each one of us becomes even more clear this day that there is something that is said or sung that makes us even more available and present to what is ours to do and and what a beautiful thing it is to be inspired, to be connected, to be supported. Yes, I say yes to this. And so with a heart filled with joy and courage and clarity, I release these words into that divine law of mind and I step forward into this time together knowing it unfolds beautifully, letting it be and so it is. We are blessed today with live music from our beloved musician, Linda Kidder. I just love Linda every time I get to be with her and spend time with her. I love her more and more. She is a singer, songwriter, musician, just creative force. She's got this gift of music and to be in her presence and in her her music is such a treat. Her lyrics are a personal message of compassion and thoughtful, resounding love. Plus, her sweet vocals never fail to move the heart. So please join me in welcoming me linda kidder i love you too by the way
1: <laughs> everything you just said about me i feel the same way about you so thank you All oh, the clouds have flown Sea. I feel very lucky here down by the sea. Oh, I have found my true love here down by the sea. Down
0: you. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So beautiful. You know, my spiritual journey began before I knew I was on a spiritual journey. (laughs) I had had a health crisis, but it wasn't the crisis that awakened me. It was the time that the health crisis gave me. I was able to slow down and start genuinely caring for myself. And and this was new. That was a new phenomenon for me. (laughs) I was in my early 30s at the time and it opened my heart in brand new ways. You see, I had been in survival mode for so long that I didn't have time to acknowledge my emotions or my deeper longings. So I pushed it all aside and just got on with surviving. But the health crisis, it shifted my focus. I started to explore personal development. I was reading books like crazy. I still do that. (laughs) I took a group coaching program. And at the end of it, I got a private session with the facilitator. And, and in that session, I I remember thinking to myself, "Uh Oh, like she really sees me and there's nowhere for me to hide. (laughs) I was both. Terrified and excited, you know, what would happen if someone truly saw me and held space for me? As it turned out, I worked with this same life coach for multiple years. And the biggest benefit of the work was that she taught me how to see myself. And I learned that it was safe to open up and to process everything I had refused to process in the past. And as I delved deeper and deeper into myself, I discovered the divine. Now, I didn't know it was the divine. I I started out as an atheist, Um, but, I felt love, acceptance, and compassion. And I courageously tried new things. And I tapped into a wellspring of creativity that I had no idea existed within me. When I finally realized that this experience is what some people call God, That's when I realized I was on a spiritual path. (laughs) So today I invite you to begin your spiritual path or to start a new leg of your spiritual journey. And you don't have to have a health crisis in order to make it happen. You can choose to turn down all of the noise in your life And give your full attention and focus to the love, acceptance, compassion, courage and creativity of the divine that lives inside of you. Begin to give more of your attention to this inner presence rather than the outer noise. And it all starts with a declaration. Here's here's what you could declare. I trust the voice of spirit in me. I trust my inner guidance. I follow it with courage, optimism, and joy. Please know that this declaration oftentimes precedes the actual experience of these things. (laughs) You make the declaration first and and then you unfold into the experience. And and so for example, you might be deep in depression when you affirm, I am joy. Now, the key here is your willingness. It's not the, the pressure to be joy right now. It's the willingness to believe that even when you're depressed, that joy is alive somewhere inside of you even if it's buried very deeply. It's the willingness to believe in the possibility of joy, that life can be joyful and that you can authentically and genuinely embody joy. So what is your declaration today? What are you willing to declare now? Take note of the thoughts that come up spontaneously right now. And if needed or wanted, also take some time this week to journal about it. No matter what you're going through or how you currently feel, spirit is guiding you. Spirit is whispering to you now. Now, have you ever wondered Well, why is it a whisper? (laughs) Couldn't it be louder or more blatant? Like seriously, spirit, just tell me what to do. (laughs) Oh, but herein lies the trap. You see, we've already been told what to do and we haven't been fulfilled by that either. So in fact, we've been told what to do so much that the telling of what to do has actually become a barrier to fulfillment. So we get these external messages about who we should be right from the get-go. And I don't mean like after you're born. You know, you're in the womb and there are already messages about who you should be like, for example, oh, expectant mother, do you want a boy or a girl? And here's a common answer. Oh, I don't care as long as they're healthy, right? Okay. So you see, before you're even born, you should be a boy or a girl and you should be healthy. (laughs) Like this is pre-birth. That's a lot of pressure and inaccurate (laughs) as well. So we are bombarded with these external messages that put so much pressure on us they actually cut us off from our own internal guidance from the voice of spirit within and in our book of the month the sacred yes spirit says to reverend deborah in a letter titled begin with yes let me find my page here i want to tell you what spirit says to reverend deborah and in my talk last week I shared how these letters came about um, to Reverend Deborah, and it's a really fascinating story. I highly recommend if you weren't here to go back and listen to it. Okay, where are we? Here's what Spirit says. So this is the voice of Spirit talking to Reverend Deborah and really talking to all of us. And here's what Spirit says. Understand, however, that I don't need to get louder. There is nothing wrong with my volume There's nothing wrong with how I deliver the message. I am not the one who is creating all the drama and trauma in order for you to be able to hear my whisper. No, no, no. I am not the one who is doing this. You treat the drama and trauma as though they were hearing aids. What? We create drama and trauma in order to be able to hear the whisper of spirit? Who does that? Surely not anyone here. (laughs) Actually, everyone here does this, including me. That's right. We've all done it because we're human. It's not something to be ashamed of. It's something to be aware of. So here's your permission to forgive yourself and to start over. Take a deep cleansing breath. I follow spirit's guidance with courage, optimism and joy. Now, a critical element in this process is trust. Trust of spirit and trust of yourself. Trust is to rely upon, to have confidence in, to believe and to regard something as likely to happen. So you can rely upon spirit, you can have confidence in spirit and you can believe in spirit and you can regard spirit's highest vision for you as likely to happen. Oh, I love that. And isn't that wonderful? So, so how do we increase our trust in spirit? Well, here's what spirit says to Reverend Deborah, what could I possibly want you to say yes to that is not for your own good? What plan could I possibly have in mind that's not going to make you win along with everyone else? Oh, that's right. Spirit is is in all, as all, through all. And spirit is the one who knows not only what is best for me, for you, but but for everyone all at the same time. So this deep inner knowing is alive in you. It is whispering to you all the time. This inner voice of the divine, it doesn't go away. You know, we can ignore it and pretend it isn't there, or go, or, or numb ourselves to it, and that is our prerogative. That is our choice. You get to choose. Now, spirit is your potentiality, your fulfillment, and the love that wants to be known as you. The love that wants to be known as you in this lifetime is giving you information all the time. And I am here to remind you today that you can trust yourself. I have to say that again, you can trust yourself. This is a radical statement because we are not taught to trust ourselves. We are taught, conditioned to trust external authority figures like parents, teachers, and preachers. But I'm here to say, the most important person for you to trust is yourself. And if parents, teachers, and preachers were smart, they'd teach you to trust yourself too. So how can you know what is right for you unless you know yourself? How can you know what is authentic and genuine and meaningful and fills you with joy unless you know your own heart, your own mind, your own body, your own soul? So if you find it easier to trust spirit than to trust yourself, then I want you to use your faith to help you build self-trust. All that spirit is, you are. All that you want lives in you. Listen to what spirit said to Reverend Deborah. You are me and I am you. I live in you and you live in me. Understand what I just said, you live in me. You move in my world, you speak with my voice, you think with my mind, you love with my heart, you act with my creativity. You stand on my ground and you should know that it is as much yours because it is mine. There is no separation here. And when you understand that what you have and what you use is mine, then you know that there is no reason in the world for me to do anything against myself. Not only is it illogical, it is impossible. It cannot be done." So spirit cannot go against itself. Interesting. Because we can go against ourself as humans, right? This, this is a harsh truth, but it is part of our freedom. We were created with so much trust that we get to choose, even when those choices are harmful for ourselves or others. But the power or capacity to harm doesn't make you evil. It makes you human. This past week, I was doing an exercise from the book, Your Resonant Self by Sarah Payton And in this exercise, Peyton guides you to listen to a core judgment from your inner critic, one that packs the most punch. And then you consider the underlying feelings and needs of your inner critic. You start to explore what might be driving that voice. And then you shift your focus to the part of you that is receiving this judgment you explore the feelings and needs of the self that is being criticized. And once you've done this and she provides some excellent choices for what your inner critic and you might be feeling and needing, you take the bird's eye view of what she calls your resonating self-witness and you see both aspects of yourself and all of the feelings and needs. And Peyton asks us to consider. Let me find this page. She asks us to consider. If you change the point of view that you're using to look at yourself, does it help you shift your usual judgments? Can you see yourself with warmth and acceptance? Can you acknowledge your own accomplishments and burdens with compassion? Changing your point of view, seeing yourself with warmth and acceptance, acknowledging your accomplishments and burdens with compassion, These are all things that will help you build your self-trust. And if you're going to become Spirit's highest vision of you in this lifetime, you must trust yourself. And it is absolutely okay to grow into it. This week, choose your declaration. Remember the divine lives in you and is guiding you toward your greatest fulfillment that benefits you and everyone else. So show up for yourself this week. Ask for the support you need. Practice seeing yourself, all of yourself, with warmth and compassion. Spirit knew what they were doing when they brought you into this life at this time. And so it is. I invite you to turn within for this moment as we take it into the heart of prayer. As I simply take this time to claim, affirm and know that this one power, this one mind, this one presence, this divine love, that it is alive and well in each one of us. I know that this declaration of willingness to hear and trusting of the self and spirit. I know that these seeds take root this day and that they grow and flourish and blossom into spirit's highest vision of each one of us. And I just offer so much gratitude for for, for doing this in community, for knowing that not a single one of us is alone in this journey, on this walk. I recognize that this great power to create, that this great love, that there is nothing that can stop it. I know that it is moving each one of us individually and collectively that the highest spirit of vision, that the highest vision of spirit, that it, it knows, it knows the collective. And I know that each one of us are moved in the exact right and perfect ways that impact the collective in ways that bring us a greater sense of harmony, a greater sense of connection, a greater sense of belonging. And for this, I'm so grateful I'm so grateful to know that our divinity, that our humanity lives within our divinity. Just taking that breath, releasing the limitation, adding in any forgiveness that's needed. I breathe into this greater possibility of truth that is alive and well right here and now. I let it be and so it is. So I'd like to welcome back Linda Kitter for our closing song.